Hey guys, this is Jack from Suffer UK, and you're listening to the Local Locust Podcast. Stay heavy. Welcome to Local Locust, the podcast where we put the spotlight on local and underground heavy music. I'm Jake. And I'm Houston. So we got three bands for you this week, including the breakdown of the week. Uh, it's a pretty gnarly heavy episode so uh you death metal fans tune in but first we got our teaser and our uh bigger band recommendations so Houston what bands are you bringing well our first band Jake is a very chunky death metal band from Winnipeg Minitoba in Canada and uh, this band is one that reached out to us on Facebook we've been trying to catch up on bands who've reached out to us so if you or someone you know is in a band Definitely go ahead and uh, reach out to us on any of our socials at Local Locust Pod, um, and you can get featured like this band, which we really liked. We're going to get into them in a second. Um, and then after we talk about them, I also have a band I want to talk about, sort of a metalcore slash deathcore kind of crossover. It's one of those hard-to-describe genres, but uh, basically some very, very heavy metalcore from Wolverhampton, UK. <laughs> it's one of those... <laughs> Wolverhampton, but you know, like, if you're actually British, it'd be like Warhampton. <laughs> Worcestershire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but excited to get into them as well. Uh, Jake, tease us with your band. What kind of band you got? I've got some, what I'm going to call brutal slash classic death metal from Portland, Oregon. All right. Well, before we get into them, let's talk about our big band recommendations. This is something we started doing a good while back where we're each going to recommend a band. It's a little bit bigger than the scope of the show would normally include, just to kind of uh, get a full overview of what's going on in the genre. Jake, go ahead and talk to us about your big band today. All right, I've got a pretty fun one. Uh, I've got a Jake classic. I'm not sure how to say the band name. Uh, <laughs> but this time it's only four letters, and I still don't know how to say it. Uh, <laughs> it is uh, U-A-D-A, and I'm going to go with WADA? Uwada? Really, Jake? Uh-huh. Is this a new record? September 25th. That's crazy. Actually, my friend John, a wizard that I met when I was in graduate school, recommended this band to me back in, like, I want to say June or July. And I didn't know they had oh, a new record, really? so that's actually pretty neat, yeah. Oh, dude, I've been, like, jamming this one as much as our underground picks today. and I just It's found like uh, kind of like a folk, like, death metal sort of, right? Uh, it's like a, a folk black metal i'd say it's definitely more oh, black okay. metal but okay uh yeah i mean for me i would almost call it black metal mixed with like uh <laughs> this isn't gonna make sense but almost like traditional heavy metal hmm. like when it comes to the melodies at least the new album you know it they may have changed their sound up from you know when you heard about it but uh anyways their new album that's out well september 25th so a good ways back but uh i've been listening to the album Jin, like a genie like d J-I-N-N. Yeah, I kind of already spoiled it a little bit, but uh, it's like an hour-long record. It's definitely like black metal in the t- like the fact that it's um, the vocals, for sure. But it's really got like a lot of these melodic parts that are melodic almost in like a traditional heavy metal. I can see the folk metal like statement also, but I feel like those two genres go hand-in-hand hand a lot. It just came on. You know how Spotify, you know, like it'll just start playing 
different stuff when your playlist goes dry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this came on, and I was like, oh, cool, and I'm just kind of getting into the melody. And when it came in with those black metal vocals, I was like, this is really unique and, like, super cool. Like, it was something that just really, like, jumped out at me. So, yeah, this one I really highly recommend. If you're into, I would almost say it's a good, like, uh, <laughs> tell me if this makes sense. I would say it's a good black metal record for people that don't want to listen to black metal. I guess so, yeah. Especially if you're not used to de- uh, black metal. It's black metal with a good polish. I don't think it's all about Satan, and I don't think it was recorded in a cave. So, <laughs> <laughs> is it really black metal then? See, yeah, I'm a little, I'm a, I'm a little torn. Maybe we should just call it blackened metal. <laughs> yeah, 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 and that's the new one, so that makes sense to me. Yeah. What uh, record did you bring today? Well, I actually want to talk about a, a split EP. This is coming from two bands, a little bit bigger than our normal scope for the show. Uh, the bands are Victims, stylized with no vowels, and also uh, the other band is Falsifier. Not to be confused with Falsifer, the band that we featured from Australia <laughs> a couple months ago. But Falsifier is like a super heavy... They're like, again, just like the band I'm going to talk about in a little bit, a metalcore band that is like super duper heavy, has super deathcore moments, and brings on a lot of those deathcore vocals. Um, and Victims is a band I wasn't really familiar with until this. Um but they do have a lot of uh, slashes in their name. So big shout out to our boys in Ever <laughs> Um <laughs> uh, Like a lot of their song names on their other records are like slash slash. But uh, anyways, the very similar genre. So you can see why they're on the split EP, which by the way is called Misery and Death and has three songs from each of the bands, Falsifier and Victims. Can I ask an important question here? <laughs> are one of the bands Canadian and one <laughs> American? I was yeah I was gonna comment that that must be the case based on the I did, I don't actually know but based on the the EP cover you've got like a beaver and an eagle fighting so that seems like a safe assumption yeah uh, but yeah I mean it's um like every song on this I was like really into so uh, falsifying victims with misery and death that would be my recommendation for this week okay so our first band is a like I said this is that chunky death metal from Canada the band is called Votov V O T O V um, what do you call that when the when a yeah, word I was, is the I was same getting thing ready to ask. Yeah, I was getting like, ready to ask. You think I know, but the, it's a, the album's could technically one too. <laughs> it is, yeah. So the record is called I X X I, which I think is like a Roman numeral. Um, I think it might be nine eleven because like the way the I is before and then after the ten. But I, I don't really know. <laughs> I, I, it's, that's why I just say I X X I. Um, before we start talking about it too much, though, let's show you what this Canadian death metal sounds like. Do you have a song that you think would be best to uh, play for him, Jake? Yeah, so the one I just found like the most groovy and I was nodding my head around because, <laughs> to be honest, it's one of the ones that wasn't fully doing the uh, one by Metallica thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the song Self was my favorite one, just from the beginning. Like I love that like riff, but I'm trying to see if it gets into the vocals at all. So maybe start it around like 20. Yeah, so I definitely agree. That is a, yeah. a great place to kind of demonstrate a lot of what's going on on the record in terms of the way the guitar is like super percussive on pretty much every song. Uh, the vocals are there and everything. Um, that was a really good moment. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, 
it was something I mentioned when we first listened to it. I like to say that it's the uh, one by Metallica thing, but it's for a lack of better word of, um, and it's fun stuff. It's where like the drums, guitar, and bass and everything are just all in unison the whole record. You know what I mean? Like there's just a lot of like, like when one thing stops, it all stops. There's like these nice little pauses. Yeah, those syncopated riffs, um, but honestly, really straightforward, like 16th notes or 8th notes, like, is exactly like that heavy moment in, in one. And you, I, <laughs> I sent this, or I, I told you we were going to be talking about this record, and uh, you answered like a few hours later, you're just like, huh, these guys really dug the heavy part from one, didn't they? <laughs> and I just lost it, because I remember the first time I listened to this, I listened to it front to back after they reached out to us, and I was like, I remember thinking like, oh yeah, that's a that's a that's a sick um, style of riff. It really reminds me of the heavy part of one. And then you know they kept <laughs> bringing it back, and every time they bring it back, it's like different. I mean, I don't want to say that it sounded like the same thing every time. It became increasingly clear to me that this was like their style, the syncopated, chunky, really bass-driven, like dense sound, like a wall of chug. Yeah, yeah, and it really and it works out. And feels honestly, this record feels sort of relentless. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think there was ever a uh, one of the death metal moments where you know they'll kind of like slow it down at least for just a little bit or something. You know, even if it's a creepy riff, I think mm-hmm. this one's just full speed ahead the whole time. I had a cool way that I thought of this record, but <laughs> I want to know what you're gonna think on this. Sure. I, it reminds me of if Cannibal Corpse wanted to make a more accessible Meshuggah. Wow. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was, you said Cannibal Corpse. I was like, yeah, I can see this. I'm wondering how you're going to modify it. And you said accessible. And I was like, that was in my notes. And then you said Meshuggah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally with you. I have some other comparisons, but that's a really good one. It's not doing the weird polyrhythm thing, but it's got that type of like chug to it. You know what I mean? The that's- type of riffs being like completely syncopated completely synced up on every instrument like even the vocals um joining into that almost percussive in strictly percussive type of of style yeah is totally i see where you're coming from i think of the band we featured uh like i don't know it was like 10 episodes back at this point maybe but they were exit do you remember them i think you brought oh yeah i brought them yeah yeah and um, I called them liquid metal metal because they were kind of like is so, they were like death metal, but they were also very accessible in terms of like if you like death metal, it's like they're doing everything right, and mm-hmm. they're it's it's a little bit riskless, but you know it makes it so that every song is like a hit, like easy easy to get into, easy to headbang to, and then the next song starts and you're like okay, and and then the same way I thought this was like that, but with a more obvious death metal flavor, even though both of course were death metal. And another point I'll make, we talk about a lot of records, um, especially death metal and black metal, uh, records that you bring, namely, where we'll say, you know, this record needs to be listened to like front to back at least once. Or we'll say like this record in its full experience is a front to back type record. And the only record we've really said, like, come out and said, 
that's not really necessarily the case with this one. We talked about that Cauldron Black Ram record that you love so much that came out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and we said, yeah. like, that one, really, you can just pick song by song, a la carte, put it on a playlist, don't put it on a playlist. You know, the song standalone. This yeah. is one of those records. As opposed to the other death metal record we're going to talk about tonight, it's um, this one is super... You can just pick a song here and there. In fact, I think that if you get them all back to back... um it's not even going to have the same effect because it's so punchy. It'll just punch you into the ground if you listen to the whole record straight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's... I think you nailed it when you were like... It's a bunch of singles, almost, that you could just throw on. What's been eating me alive, though, is I just have to... uh, (laughs) I'm normally the one that brings death metal, but uh, I I wish I could describe the record a little better in the sense of, like... I want to say it's brutal death metal, but there's definitely not... And this almost makes it more brutal, death metal, but there's not really any tech death in it, you know what I mean? It's not trying to, like, really flashy show off some stuff, you know what I mean? It is really there just to, like, <laughs> hit you in the face. Are you saying, like, it doesn't really attempt to be techy? It attempts to be, like, syncopated and, like, just pound you? Exactly, right? Exactly. yeah. I don't... So, yeah. I, it, it's a different type of... Um, I don't think they're trying to be Mozart of metal, which I think a lot of death metal sometimes comes off as. Yeah. I think they're just trying to like be like, fucking listen to this right here. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of like, death- you think that like, especially if you're not a metalhead, you think things like, oh, death metal and headbanging. You know, it's, that's what it is. And this feels like a headbanger record. It's And oh, yeah. I know that seems like, yeah, of course, because it's a metal record, but the record you're going to talk about later, I don't think it's like a headbanger record. You know, it's not the kind of record where you're, the song's going to be like, oh yeah, man, I just want to just smash some shit and, you know, and then just headbang to it. Um, yeah. You know, it, it has a totally different approach that I think this one is, um, than this one is trying to do. I'll, I'll put it this way. When you said accessible, you know the perfect way I can realize it? If I were to go to a commercial gym, I could put on Votov, and a lot of the gym bros would be like, all right, all right, you know, getting down to it, lifting some weights. But when I throw on my next band, people are going to be like, that kid worships the devil, and we need to kick him out. <laughs> yeah, the, the next one's very evil. And it's, it's yeah. weird, because people generally think, like, you know, death metal or metal in general, it's going to sound evil. And if you're that kind of person, of course, you'll think this sounds evil, because it's super, it's super heavy. Um, and very aggressive. Yeah. But like you said, there's a lot of people in the world who they might not listen to death metal um, or mm-hmm. any metal at all, especially death metal. But when you put this on, they're going to be like, you know, I know what to do with my body in my head right now. <laughs> it really speaks for itself. Like it does what death metal traditionally does. It's like, uh, it's like morally good death metal for some people, you know? <laughs> it's, it's lawful good death metal. <laughs> Yeah, so if you want something that you're just going to be able to easily turn on and love, um, some super heavy, thunderous, booming death metal, go check out Votov with their new record, IXXI. The two songs we played um, a little bit of, we featured Self, and then the little snippet to emphasize that one point was called Activating the Alteration. Of course, you'll be able to find all these songs on our Spotify playlists, but... Jake, it's time to get into our second band of the episode. I can't wait to see how we try to decide to pronounce this one. You know, until you said it, I wasn't worried about it. But uh, <laughs> my, my, my gut reaction is to say Volnir. But uh, I think that would be mine, too. Are you, are you thinking like Volner? Volnere? <laughs> the only way I was thinking Volnere. 
or vulnere. Mm. Depends on where they're from. They're f- and they're from the US. <laughs> <laughs> that means it's vulnere, dude. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> All right. Anyways, getting to the point. The band I'm bringing is Volnir with their new album, Igneous. And uh, the song I want to show is Granite Ziggurat. Our boys really like some volcanic rock. <laughs> Granite. <laughs> oh, wait. No, the Igneous part. I'm a, such a dumbass, dude. <laughs> no, it's both. I, I, they did I know, I know. Igneous I know. and Granite. Yeah, I know, but still. I was like, hmm. <laughs> Spooky time. Yes. (laughs) Jazzy spooky. I wanted to make sure I got a little bit of that because I think that record did stuff like that a lot. Like it kind of brought you, brought your heart rate down a little bit and then just fucking went right back up. (laughs) Definitely sounds evil. Like we were saying earlier. Yeah, man, this is this. Houston, if I were to ever like be like, all right, Jake, what flavor of death metal do you like? (laughs) This album hits it all for me. Like, I think it's, like, everything I want in it, which is, like... What I liked about this one was, it's definitely got some brutal death metal in it, you know? Especially, Mm -hmm. I want to point out, like, what a real big standout for me was. The drummer got busy on the double kicks at parts in this album. Like, just went absolutely crazy. It was insane. (laughs) Like, picturing the feet... And, I mean, we listen to this kind of music. Like, it's what we do. And I was still just like, holy fuck, dude. That is blisteringly fast for his feet. And what was cool about it was it would come up randomly. Like, you know, it would already be doing a fast double bass. And then for, like, yeah. one measure, it was just, like, like just absurd. <laughs> exactly. Um, like, like machine gun is an understatement. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, it's got that mix of some brutal death metal. Uh, I think even with, like, that slow down part, it reminds me of some, like, like classic death metal, you know, some older stuff. Definitely, but then I yeah. think... They also got some blackened elements and some tech death in there. Like, I think they're a really good, like, mixed bag, but I think we've talked about this before. They were a mixed bag, but, like, to where it sounded kind of unique. Like, I, it wasn't super obvious where the tech death and the brutal death were, you know, but, like, it all, yeah, it all just works I, I together. I agree with everything you're saying. Yeah, I like all of those points. Because, honestly, I think I'd probably agree with you. If somebody was like, what do you think is, like, your favorite type of death metal to listen to? Like, you're alone and you're going to put on a death metal record. Uh, this is, first of all, I'm probably not the first person you'd ask that, but, um, you know, I totally agree with you because it's got so much going on and still feels super unique. Um, it's got like a lot more than death metal, which is why I would say if you're asking for like, Hey, if somebody's like, Hey dude, like what even is death metal? Like, what's the difference? You know, I wouldn't go to this first. Um, you know, while it is, you know, inarguably death metal mm-hmm. i don't think it's really characteristic of death metal i don't think it's like a flagship style it's, of death it's metal. definitely not you know like cookie cutter death metal you know and yeah and i would point to other bands first like votov from this very episode um from last episode um we talked about um gorophilia and i would was say, a band and, yeah and it depends like you know like votov i would point at people if they're like what's brutal death i'd be like here and then 
you know like yeah. even bands like live burial if they're like what's classic 90s death metal i'll be like here <laughs> you know right and so these guys i think volnir doesn't really fall cleanly into the categories like those other bands do which i think makes them a little bit less accessible but also more rewarding um for the individual listener yeah for sure and uh i gotta tell you one thing that like when i was doing my research on the band just really i'll never know why this is such like just a big thing for me but it is a three-piece band which something about that just touches my heart in a nice way (laughs) that's neat yeah apparently like two people wrote the whole record and then they like just threw a vocalist in there but uh i didn't want to say that until i knew it but i was gonna say that's the kind of like genius but also like sporadic and chaotic songwriting that i really don't feel like more than just one or two people can can do you know once you've got enough people you've got to be on the same page enough that it starts to be something that's more manageable Mm -hmm. this is chaotic in the way only one or two minds can really be at the same time yeah and that's something that i think stood out here is um i really like if i'm gonna be honest like you won't see me bring many like full-on tech death bands on because I usually feel like it's doing too much, you know? But I think a good way to describe mm-hmm. this record is, like, they kind of brought order to the chaos, you know? Like, I still could, like, air guitar around to the riffs and, like, you know, he- headbang on time <laughs> without it being, like, just some avant-garde, like, weird shit. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I do see what you mean. And in terms of for fans of, I think that mine will reflect that. The obvious one, I think, was Blood Incantation, except a little bit more blackened, obviously, than that. Um, also thought of Necrot, um, like with their new record this year. Um, and also the band, I've mentioned them at least once before on the show, but Wretched from North Carolina, who's like a tech death band. Yeah. Um, and brings in a little bit of blackened elements, but it's really like, it's really produced band. So, so like how it sounds, I'd say is pretty similar, but stylistically it's even more similar. But yeah, other than that, it's kind of hard to think of that kind of band for me. I, I have, and I think it's, you know... I say this with every band I bring, but the brilliant freaking album cover <laughs> on this, I could just look at that shit all day. But uh, I think the I think yeah. the album colors and tone <laughs> are uh, shaping my for fans of, but the only one I can think of is a local Locust alumni from way back when. Can I guess? Yeah, go for it. All right. I have two guesses. Can I have two? Can I have two strikes? I'll give you two strikes. Let's hear it. All right. I think the safer bet is condescension. And the second bet? sacrilegia it is condescension but there's a disclaimer here ding 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 (laughs) it's almost like if you had two sides of the death metal mixed with black metal sound volnir really wears the black metal on its or the death metal on its sleeve you know it's more of like death metal with some blackened mixed in it whereas i think uh condescension was some black metal with some uh death metal influence more like a behemoth type band yeah, and I would be surprised if that name didn't come up. Yeah. Not that I think they sound super similar, but, you know, how could you not mention them when you're talking <laughs> about black and death metal having a baby? Yeah. Uh, that's that's my main points right there. I think that nails it together. It's just a sick, evil, fast, dark record. That was the Wait, album. let me throw oh. one point in. Yeah, yeah, go, go for it. You know, just as testament to the fact that I completely agree with all of that, I, I made this note. I said that this record kind of sounded like if a, if a black metal band hired a death metal like ghostwriter and producer <laughs> i know this does not happen in these genres but like if, if that happened if a black metal band hired death metal writers and then the black metal bands played everything themselves on the record yeah um, because the playing is sort of blackened but like 
if you just closely examine each like musical thing that's happening, I think it's pretty death metal. But it's like the style of it is sort of blackened. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But and but it's so weird. It was so hard to describe because it's not blackened death metal by any means. I know. Yeah, it, it's death metal with the occasional blackened moment in it. Yeah, which is somehow different. And I'll find a way to describe that difference. But the best way I is think just the best way to, to describe record. it is to tell yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the best way to describe it is just fucking listen to it. <laughs> All right, that was the album Igneous by Volnir. Uh, Houston, what's our breakdown of the <laughs> Well, Jake, our breakdown of the week comes from a record called Heavy Silence by Suffer from the UK. I wouldn't put him in the same category as my big band recommendation from this episode, which was uh, Victims and Falsifier, but I would make some comparisons in that they're like a very, very heavy metalcore that I would say really comes close to that deathcore label, especially parts like this. Yeah, but with this band, I ain't gonna lie, there's a lot of breakdown within breakdown. Yeah, there are. Some of these songs are just <laughs> just four-minute breakdowns. Yeah, I'll get into it more, but when I saw it said metalcore slash deathcore, I was like, I think you can just take the metalcore out of that equation. <laughs> you think so? I, I think so, personally, yeah, but... Our breakdown of the week comes from the song Slither. see the string wiggling <laughs> i don't think they played more than one note in that 30 second clip <laughs> yeah i was about to say like speaking of like if someone asked me what death metal is my favorite and i point at volnir if someone asked me what breakdowns are my favorite you can point them to this song like easily what i love about a breakdown and i don't think i've ever bought a breakdown that doesn't do this is when there's like a call out before it right and like it leads into it especially with vocals and then just hits really hard with the music obviously there's breakdowns that don't need to be preceded by lyrics but this is a great example of a song whose breakdown would just not be the same without that fucking snake (laughs) and then just then it hits you know what i mean yeah it's so it's so hard and funny enough it does my favorite breakdown trope which is just really fucking slow I don't know what symbol it is, like the hi-hat or something, just... Yeah. <laughs> when, when I hear that at any time, that's when the stank face just instantly, like, comes on. Yeah, that's like the only thing that's getting hit. You're just like, oh, there's so much time between this and the next note. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're just almost like, where comes the zero on the seven string? <laughs> I, mean, I love when I, like, I literally have time to, to be aware and be like, when is it going to happen? <laughs> Which is something like Chelsea Grin does a lot, but like, you know, this this executes on the same level as the big boys. Oh, that's when they've nailed it. You're right. It's when there's like, you're about to headbang, but you were like a half beat off. That's when you know yeah. they've nailed the breakdown. <laughs> you're like, oh, fuck, I missed it, but I'm not upset. <laughs> 
And I had to pick, I think that's what this record, you know, I think it's safe to say that's what Heavy Silence does best and most impressively and just grabs your attention. Like, even if you just have it on the background, the moments that just grab you are the ones where it's just like, holy fuck, dude, that's like so heavy, like burning alive heavy. And, you know, I had to pick a song that was, we would be able to do that within 30 to 45 seconds for the feature. But, uh, Dude, the song, which song was it? I, I think it was Embrace Wrath. Uh-huh. That whole song just gets slower and slower. Like each time you think you know when it's going to come, it's just even slower. And like the last two minutes are like the same breakdown. <laughs> I mean, so if you want a full song example, there's, there's I, one. I had a really important question too about this record. All right. And I feel like you would know. Is the guest vocalist on the second song the Tyler Shelton from Traders? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, I was like, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a biggie up there, you know. It is, and you know, how could we talk about a deathcore record like this without talking about the featured <laughs> vocalists? Um, <laughs> that's a reference to our last episode. Um, but I just want to say, we got Tyler and Hayden, super white guy names, right? Yep. But like as you said, Tyler Shelton. I don't know. Let's look up Hayden, but. Tyler Shelton is like a huge deal. You know what I mean? It's it's so cool to see. What's funny is I don't even listen to Traders, you know? Yeah. I don't even really listen to Traders. And when I saw that name, it's just one of those such big names. I'm like, I know who that is. And when I Google it, I'm like, oh yeah, it's Traders. <laughs> Tyler Shelton is probably like my favorite heavy vocalist. There's not... I've heard one or two other bands, bands especially produced by um, Chris Whited, but... I think Waste, Waste is a band whose vocalist is is kind of starting to do the same type of vocal style that that Shelton started, but you know, it's so mm-hmm. unique and so heavy and I think he brings a lot to that track. I also think that the other featured vocalist brings a lot to that track as well. Yeah. Um I'll have to say but, if, and I think huh, Yeah, sorry. Uh I was going to say uh if you want to check out the band that this guy's from, I haven't heard them, but it sounds up your up your alley. It is He's in a band called Old Wharf that is hybrid beatdown from Wolverhampton, UK. So, what do you know? Yep. From the same area. Exactly, yep. I'm sensing a friendship. What was I going to say? <laughs> oh, yeah. But I just want to be clear. You know, it's, we can't not talk about the featured vocalists on Deathcore records like this. But that song I was talking about, Embrace Wrath, as well as Slither, those are two of the four tracks that don't have a featured vocalist, and especially Embrace Wrath is an example of, you know, you, you don't need the featured vocalist to get super fucking heavy. I think what they did was the right thing to do, where it's a record that definitely didn't need the vocalist, you know? So they're just added as extra, you know? It's like icing on the cake, you know? Yeah, and like, there's... Tyler Shelton, and I know that like all of the big deathcore guys do this, but like he's on so much shit, it's ridiculous. Like he's on a. I've been listening to this song from like 2018. That's literally with like I am Jake Hill. You know what I mean? He he'll he'll go on anything for anyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's it's really cool to see like titans just running around and throwing their weight around. Dude, they're like the they're like the Greek gods just fucking all the civilians, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and just making these demigods of bands. <laughs> Anyways, your local Lucas loyalty <laughs> program code word this episode is Demigod. <laughs> That's a perfect one. <laughs> Remember, you can DM us the code word on any of our socials to earn a loyalty point. At three points, earn yourself a local Locust sticker. 
Check out episodes as far back as episode 14. That's 10 episodes for y'all counting at home. And uh, if you do this, you can unravel more code words. That's Demi, like Demi Lovato. And God, <laughs> like our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like do- like dog, but spelled backwards. <laughs> Behemoth, second reference of the oh, episode. Oh, it's anagram, isn't it? The backwards thing. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Your second local locus loyalty program code <laughs> word for this episode is anagram. <laughs> I like how I realized it when it wasn't an actual anagram. You're like you're like God is dog backwards. I'm like anagram. <laughs> well, I think that's about as good a time as any. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, you just listened to Slither by Suffer UK off their new album Heavy Silence. Yeah, so big thank you to Suffer, big thank you to, as well, Volnir and Votov, especially for reaching out to us. Hope you enjoyed our, our, our bands today. It was a super heavy episode. Got a bunch of death, you know, a bunch of death metal, some death core, and uh, we're looking forward to doing some more episodes. Uh, what's a better way to end this? <laughs> as usual. <laughs> oh, <laughs> as usual. Uh... <laughs> Thanks for swimming against the mainstream with us at Local Locus, the podcast that puts the spotlight on local and underground heavy music. Follow our socials for updates and find other episodes by visiting locallocuspod.com. And if you want to catch up on Local Locus featured tunes or find any of the tracks mentioned in this episode, don't forget to look out for our official Local Locus podcast playlist on Spotify. If you or someone you know is looking for a feature, reach out to us on any of our socials or email us at locallocuspod at gmail.com. Big thanks for listening, guys. Thanks. Thanks.